This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 22nd of September. What are the things that normally really grab your attention? Well, for me, it's when I get a warning light flashing on my car dashboard, or if I see a minus sign on my bank account, or if I were to get a sharp pain when not expecting it. All of those things would be a signal, a warning for me to take some action. And similarly, if each year you saw that the financial state of this parish was going from good to bad to worse, with nothing to show for it, you would rightly conclude that someone was being a bad steward of the goods entrusted to him, and some action would be expected. God wants us in the same way to be stewards, astute stewards of the things of the world and to be above all the stewards, the custodians and the guardians of things eternal. Now we often hear that there is a general decline in religious practice nowadays and we can see it all around us of course. So it might come as a pleasant surprise to know that the Catholic Church is now the largest institution on the planet and that it's in fact enjoying a global growth on an unprecedented scale. Between 1950 and 2015, the Catholic population of the world grew from 437 million to 1.6 billion. Or put another way, Catholics have doubled in number since 1970. Now this isn't true of every country in the world and some traditionally Catholic regions are less so nowadays. Let's take our own country. Catholics in England are less than 10% of the population. The general state of the church in England and Wales is often characterised though by a variation of we have fewer priests now or with the declining number of clergy or with the predicted fall in those being ordained in the future which are perceptions that can be challenged. Because if you keep repeating something often enough and if you keep hearing it, you start to believe it. Now, I know all about statistics and what they can say, but consider some simple numbers. In 1970, England and Wales had 7,700 active priests and 1.9 million worshippers on a typical Sunday. By 2014, we had around 4,900 active priests and 850,000 worshippers. So although priest numbers fell by 48%, Sunday worshippers fell by 55%. And put another way, in 1970, for every 10,000 Sunday mass goers, there were 40 priests. But by 2014, the same number had 46 priests. In fact, Catholics now have a better priest-to-people ratio than at any time since 1950. So we've lost practising Catholics even faster than we've lost priests. It would be wonderful to have more priests, but it would be even more wonderful to have more practising Catholics. And frankly, I suspect that if we solve the people shortage, the priest shortage will largely solve itself. God requires us to be optimists with regard to the spread of our faith, but never complacent. Great things are brought about for God and for the Church, often through very small beginnings and small initiatives. Just recall for a moment how Christianity began in Europe 
It was through the zeal of one woman called Lydia. She's mentioned in the Acts of the Apostles. She initiated the conversion of the continent from the confines of her home. St. Augustine and his monks did the same when they arrived here from Rome in 597. They didn't have any cleverly worked out plans or pastoral programs. They didn't run courses. They didn't have a website or podcasts. What they brought was Jesus. Jesus in the Blessed Eucharist. And everything else that focused on that, bringing Jesus in the Mass everywhere they went. And the great churches and cathedrals that followed were all constructed to focus the soul as well as the mind and heart and the eye on the presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. The centrally placed altar with the centrally placed tabernacle emphasised this. The dead were buried close to the walls of the church so that they could be physically close to the action of the Mass where the Eucharistic sacrifice was offered for their salvation. Christ in the Eucharist was always the centre of attention. This one souls for God. And this has always been the main attraction and the way that Catholics lived the faith. Convert after convert down the centuries have said the same. It was through the Mass, through the Blessed Sacrament and the beauty of the liturgy that they were drawn into the fullness of the truth of the Catholic faith. Now, soon to be Saint John Henry Newman, when he's canonised next month, wrote this. I could attend Masses forever and not be tired. It is not a mere form of words. It is a great action, the greatest action that can be on earth. He becomes present on the altar in flesh and blood before whom the angels bow and devils tremble. The conversion of England wasn't brought about by inertia. The church would never have got beyond the confines of the upper room at Pentecost if they had remained there, the apostles being indifferent and lukewarm and just debating amongst themselves. Tuesday the 24th of September is the Feast of Our Lady of Walsingham, a feast that's particular to England because for over a thousand years English Catholics have venerated Our Blessed Lady of Walsingham as Queen of England. She is our sovereign and we are part of her dowry. We constantly turn to her and pray that this land may recover the faith given by Christ and brought by missionaries from Rome. The faith of Peter, the faith of the apostles, the faith of our fathers. Let us pray. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and our neighbour, grant that by keeping your precepts we may merit to retain eternal life through Christ our Lord. Amen.